Okay, good morning everyone. Welcome to the Life and Torah of Our Leaders weekly live Tuesday mornings 11.30 with First Seder Bismedjish, firstseder.org. Special welcome to our Torah Anytime viewers and listeners. Obez Hashem be joining the Shir. And this series of Shirim has been sponsored by Rabbi Saksaflis. Should be a schus for his family, himself, his family, and a schus for all of us together. B'Seich Kol Klal Yisrael. We're continuing to talk about last week, we went back in history to Rabbeinu Gershem Aragoylov, and we're going to continue to talk about the Chachme Ashkenaz with also another famous personality, Rabbi Yehuda HaChosid. Rabbi Yehuda HaChosid, who was Nifter in the year 1217. Um, not to be mixed up with the Rabbi Yehuda HaChosid Churva Shol in the old city of Yushalayim, that was a different Yudah Chassid. That was Yudah Chassid from the 1600s who came from Poland. This is Rabbi Yudah Chassid, as we'll see, the Sefer Chassidim, Tzavos Rabbi Yudah Chassid from Germany. Okay, <clears throat> when it comes to Rabbi Yudah Chassid, we have to know that, like usual, we have to find the sources for our material. And um, there's a lot of famous. Um, I want to say Rebish stories, Maifsim stories with Rabbi Yudah Chassid, which come from a Yiddish book called the Maisa Bichel or something like that, which has stories about Rashi and Rabbi Chassid. Um, there's not that we know that there's any factual evidence to any of those stories. And in fact, as we'll see in the Shia, Rabbi Chassid was pretty against using uh, Kabbalah or Shemus or anything like that to perform Maifsim. So um, we're not going to be addressing most of those stories that may float around about Rabbi Yudah HaChosid. Who was Rabbi Yudah HaChosid? His father's name was Rabbi Shmuel ben Rabbi Kleinimus Hazokin. Rabbi Kleinimus the Elder, they called him that because he had a grandson named Rabbi Kleinimus also. They used to call him Rabbi Kleinimus Habacher, the younger one. And this was Reb Kleinimus Hazakein, Taisvus and Chulin, Tafmem Zayin Amud says V'chaim Basak Rabbeinu Kleinimus Hazakein. This Rabbeinu Kleinimus, most of his life lived in the city of Magencia in Mainz, and um, at some point during his life, he went to live in the city of Spira of Spire. I was there to be there last year, almost a year ago in Spire, and um, those are the three cities: Shum, Spira. Vermeiza and Magencia, the three cities of Shum, Spire, Worms, and Mainz, all in the same uh, area, pretty much, around the, in the Rhineland. So he went to Spire. In the Raivon, Simon Kuvches, he writes, Venira, Tzenilchus Avelus, Dalzeh Samchur Abiseinu Zikni Ashbira, that this is what our Rabbeim, the elders of Spire, relied on. Shahayu Oz Kishanifta Reb Kleinim Ezokin Ben Reb Yitzchak. That when Reb Kleinimus the elder was Nifter, Ir and at that time the city of Spire was under siege, they put him in an Aaron in the uh, in the mikveh building. there when you start counting Shiva and Shleishim from the burial, the reburial, if you bury someone, I'm going to move them in, within a few days. So he says they immediately counted Shiva and Even though they were going to bear, move him, sounds like they buried him in the Beis HaMikvah, 
um, they're going to move him after the siege. They moved him from Spire back to his hometown of Magentia. But Kevin Shaloi Panu Shiva, since the reinterment did not occur during the Shiva, therefore Mainim in Arisham Valem and Asheni, you count from the first burial, not from the second one. And this is brought also in the Rush in Mayid Katan, Paragimel, Simon Nunvav, this story as well. So that was Reb Kleinimis HaZaken. Now, the Rekeach, who was a great grandson of Reb Kleinimis, um, a great nephew of the Rebuda Chassid, he writes, Rebbeinu Kleinimis Bishas Piti Rasai, when Rebbeinu Kleinimis was Nifter, Hoi Rebbeinu Shmuel HaChassid Binoi Hoyanar. So his son, Rebbeinu Shmuel HaChassid, so this is the time what we call Hasidei Ashkenaz, the Hasidim of Ashkenaz, as we'll see a little bit later in the Shir. So Rabbi Shmuel is called Rabbi Shmuel Achasid. He was a young child, and Rabbi Kleinus was, was was dying. So he gave over his um, his secrets, his Torah. Two, Rebbe Lazar Chazan from Shpire, Uchshagadur Rebbeinu Shmuel Achasid Kibbel Mimenu. You know, as he wanted to teach his son Rebbe Shmuel a lot of uh, Taira and Saidus and secrets in Taira, but he was too young. So he set, gave them over to Rebbe Lazar Chazan, and when Rebbe Shmuel grew up, he learned them from Rebbe Lazar Chazan from Shpire. Rashi, Mesech Tosaito, Daf Yud Beis, Dibra Maskil Chemar writes, Pirush, Rabbi B'Shem Reb Shmuel ben Reb Kleinimus. This is Reb Shmuel, the father of Yehuda Chassid. In Yevamis, Samachalif Amad Beis, Divar Maskev Echein, he writes, Reb Shmuel Chassid Mishpira. Reb Shmuel Chassid from Spire. The Marshal, in Tshuva Simon Chavtes, which he mentioned last week, where he goes through the Messiah, he calls him Rabbeinu Shmuel Chassid Kadosh Vinavi. So he was a very holy person, um, Reb Shmuel Chassid Mishpira. Um, <clears throat> there are those who say that he went to Gullus for a number of years. It's not so documented that this is Emes or not. However, some want to bring a smachlaze, perhaps a little bit of a raya, from the Raivon, because the Raivon in Kuf Tezayin writes, Omerli Reb Shmuel Bram Kleinimis, Kiktsini Narvoina Ufrovencia Neagimisr. The elders of Narvoina and Provencia, which are cities in southern uh, France. Um, we mentioned them last week also, or a different week from Narvina. Um, I think last week. So it's a little, how did Reb Shmuel ben Reb Kleinimus, who spent his whole life in Germany, in Mainz, in, in, in Spire, how did he know what the elders of Narvina and Parvencia did? So some want to say perhaps it was because he was in Gullus there. And in fact, the Rashbam and Psachim, the Avkuf Tess, there's places in Spain that they dry out older uh, wheat kernels on the fire they eat them with nuts with walnuts as a dessert where did he get that? he says from Rabbi Shmuel HaChassid how did Rabbi Shmuel HaChassid know what was going on in Spain? see if he was all the way in the south of France in Narvona and maybe in Spain as well that was that neighborhood how did he get there? Maybe that was part of his gullus. Yesh li lahavi smach from these marmakaimis. He has chiburah malatayra, Rabbeinu Shmuel. It's brought in numerous places, times in Taisvis, hashalem malatayra. There's a set of svarim, tais hashalem. Um, in Mesech Tetamid, there's on the side of the daf and in the back, pirush hamechyuchas laharayved. He quotes from Rabbeinu Shmuel as well. 
Now this is another in- interesting tidbit of information. He also me- was mechaber one of the piyutim am the hayshanis, and it's called kyoishato av hamayin. In other words, after we say hayshanis, we say a pit, we say a piyut. After we go around, kaishata hamoin sivois, kaishata this, kaishata that, we say all these kaishatas. So he was mechaber one called kaishata av hamoin, and the minig was in in Italy in different places. They would say that kaishata on Shabbos. Now we don't say that on Shabbos. We have a different one that says kaishata adam. That's the one we have adam yitzir kapaim or something like that. Um, so we don't say it. However. In the one that we do say during the weekday, um, if I could quickly pull it up here, um, of Kaishata Elim Belud, that's the one we say, so that goes according to the Aleph base. Now, when you get to the end, when you get to the end of that Piot, it's Kaishata Shvush Shifte Yaakov, Tashu Vesashiv Shvus Ole Yaakov, So you said Shin and you said Tuf. All of a sudden, there's another one at the end. Where'd that one come from? So, um, <coughs> the one we say, is from Rebbe Lezer Kalir. So, the, um, the, the, um, the last pair, the last stanza, Kaishata Shaimre Mitzvahs, Vichaychi Yeshuas, Kelamashais, so Shaimre Mitzvahs, Ve, and Kelamashais is Rashiteva Shmuel. And that was written, that stanza, by Reb Shmuel HaChosid. And the Siddur Klaf writes, This stanza, Eina Miyasayid HaKaliri, is not part of the original of Rebbe Lezer HaKalir's Haishanas. Achsiyumai Shel Kaishata Of. It's actually the last paragraph, or the last stanza of Kaishata Of, Sheyosar HaGoyin Reb Shmuel Mishpira, that Reb Shmuel Mishpira composed. So there are some places who don't say Rib Shmuel Hoshana Kaliris, because they say the Hoshana of Rabbelezer Kalir. However, because the covet of that Goin, Noagu Bechal Ashkenaz, all of Germany, all of Ashkenaz was Noag Loimer Charuze to say this last stanza, Lohishana Rabba, Besoif Kaishata Kaliris. Sounds like the original Minig was to say this stanza, Anaishana Rabba, as an addition to the Hoshanas of the Kaishata of Rabbelezer Kadir, Kalir, Kidesh Loyavatel, Gamri Piochel Oisegain. Natimi Mevatel entirely the piyot of Reb Shmuel HaChassid, they added it in. We added in um, all the time. It got added in at the end there. So that last piece is from Reb Shmuel HaChassid. Um, now some say that he was Mechaber Shira Kavid. We call it Anim Zmirais. At the end it says, Tikar Shiras Rosh Beinecha. It should be precious, the Shira of Rosh. Rosh stands for Rabbeinu Shmuel. Um, it's interesting that that I don't know if he wrote that stanza because he wouldn't write Rabbeinu Shmuel, maybe Rabbi Shmuel, or maybe someone else added that stanza that this is the Shira of Rabbeinu Shmuel. Some say he also composed Shir Hayichud. Those are the other Shirim that they say in Kippur night in many places after davening that go according to the days of the week. And uh, some say Rabbi Yudah Chassid is the one who wrote those. But these are ones that um, Piyutim, he was Mechaber Piyutim.
So that is Rabbeinu Shmuel, the son of Reb Kleinimus Hazakein. And now we go to his son, Reb Yehuda, also known as Reb Yehuda Chatzid. Is not 100% sure when he was born. He was Nifter for sure, we know, as we'll see at the end of his year, in 1217. I saw his birth de- year anywhere from 1100 to 1150. If it would be 1100, it's a little hard to understand. It would make him 117 when he was Nifter. If it was 1130, a little easier to understand, 87. Anything after that is easier to understand, but anything after that falls into... Uh, makes complications in other dates that he was a part of. So around those years is when he was born in the city of Shpira. Now, if you remember, um, when we gave the updated shir on Rashi, we didn't really give the shir, I made an updated shir on Rashi, um, there's a story with Rashi's mother, supposedly in the shul and worms, that she was going to be trampled by a a, uh, a wagon while she was pregnant with him and she leaned into the to the wall of the Sholen Worms and the wall moved in for her and there's an indentation um, that uh, is still there at Ayamazen. Obviously it's been rebuilt numerous times the Shul, but there's an indentation of where that happened. The only problem with that is that Lechari Rashi wasn't born in Worms. His mother was never in Worms. He was born in Troyes in, in, uh, in, in France. So that's the Kasha on that story. Um, now, some say this story happened with Rabbi Yudah Chassid's mother. Some say it happened with Rabbi Yudah Chassid's mother. The problem is, we don't find her in Worms either. We find her in Spire. Some say it happened with Rabbi Yudah Chassid himself, not his mother. Himself, that happened with. We don't really find him in Worms either. So, whoever the personalities of that story happened with, um, there's a lot of technical um, issues. So, he learns from his father, it seems, in, in Spire. He got married there, had children there. And in Spire, Red, he was known as someone who was a godel in Kolchelke Hatayra. Now, Rabbi Yudah Chassid, as we'll see later, was very against using Shemites Hakidoshim to perform miracles. However, his son writes that Rabbi Yudah Chassid told him that one time in Spire, he did something that was against what he normally does. It's not clear why he did it. Perhaps it was the Ruach of the Zman he wanted to teach a lesson to. And basically, there was someone, he, this is Rabbi Yudah Chassid himself said, there was someone who used to shave. Now, I saw it says he shaved with the scissors. I don't know, but he meant the razor probably. And Rabbi Yudah Chassid um, was Meichem, protested against him, and he didn't listen. Rabbi Yudah Chassid said it was, he was an older person, he's very, he's very, he's an istinist, and it's scratchy, and he, and he can't handle a beard. So Rabbi Yudah Chassid told him, it's a very serious issue you're doing, and after you die, he told him, there are going to be shindalids, shadim, um, which are what we call uh, mazikim, that are, are in the form of cows, uh, female cows that are going to trample on your beard. Why? The takifu, tough, pay of pa'as, reish of roishechem, and the vav of Eloi is roshetevus paras, cows. And when he was nifter, he was lying there, and Yudah Chassid wrote a shame, and he threw it on him, and the guy got up, and he was scratching at his beard, and basically, is a whole story that I'm not going to go into all the details, pretty scary details there, but basically he said that the, there's a, a Shindalid that is similar to a para that is punishing him for this, uh, for this Isser, and uh, Yudah Chassid was trying to show that it actually happens. Again, we, <coughs> it's not clear, he didn't explain why, he did this, but maybe, like I said, it was the Ruach of the time, people were trying to do this, and he wanted to teach people a lesson. Now, the Marshal and Simich of Tess writes, Rabbi Yehuda Achos in Mishpira, Asher Higlu Me'eretz 
Moiladetan, he left to the place of his birth of Shpira, of the Rhineland, and he went to Medinas, Regensburg, Regensburg, which is about 300 kilometers east of Speyer, about 125 kilometers north of Munich. And the Marshal says, why did he leave his place to go all the way there? His wife touched his, his box. And he had warned her, don't come close to their backs when you are not Tahar, when you are Anida. And um, it seems in their backs there were Soydas Hakdoshim that were written in Kuntresim, notebooks that were in their backs. And that's why he said, don't come near it when you're Anida, when you're Tameh. She forgot and she touched it. And it seems that he felt that it was a big Sakana now to remain where he was. And therefore he went into Galus as a uh, Kapara that she touched the Kisri HaKadosh. And that's why they left their place and they went to Regensburg. Now, Regensburg is one of the oldest Kehilois in Ashkenaz. Um, we know already also the Rhineland. Shum is from the oldest Kehilois. The Yafet Tayyar and Parshas Pekudes has a fascinating thing. Now I want to point out that when you use the regular Medrash Rabbah with the Mefarshim on it, there's the Yafet Tayyar at the bottom. But that, if you look at the title page, are only excerpts of the original Yafet Tayyar. You have to find the old Yafet Tayyar that has the long, so to speak, Pirush. And over there in Parshas Pekudes, he writes as follows. Kaboli bidei anshei Regensburg, shalei olu There's a Kabbalah in the people of Regensburg, that they did not go back in Bayesheni to build the second Beis HaMikdash, meaning they were there from Churban Bayes Rishon. We've talked about that. I think last week's Parsha, the Aftairah, was Golis Yushalayim Asher Besfarad. It said it over there. Um, we talked about that numerous times, and we talked about it also in, in Germany, that there were places that came from Churban Bayez Rishon and did not go back by Binyan Bayesheni. He says, V'chein Anshe Toledo Besvard, and also Anshe Toledo in Spain. Now, why is this such a Chiddush? He says, unbelievable thing. They didn't have to hide three days before Kratzmach. Before Kratzmach, three days before you know, the Kratzmach, in, uh, in, 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 it was quite a religious holiday, and it is, and it was for sure in, 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 in Europe, and they used to take Nikama, they used to take revenge and make pogroms against the Jews, because supposedly the Jews killed, Oitzayish killed uh, Yashka. So, but in those two places, they didn't have to hide like the rest of Europe. Why? Because the Goyim knew that these places were not in Eretz Yisrael during Bayesheni, and since they weren't there, they were not there when um, Yashka was killed. So they, even though they're Jewish, but it's not their forefathers who uh, killed uh, Yashka. So therefore, they didn't take revenge on them. It's very nice of those Goyim, I guess, to take that into account. I would say usually they make a light plug and they don't really care what Jew it is. And, uh, but that's a very interesting tidbit of information. This is also brought by the son of Rav Chaim Falaji in his Sefer, Vayimara Avram, Marechaz Beis, Ois Chavzayin. And over there he also says that these places also were punished um, terribly because they did not go back in Bayesheni. Many Rishayim lived over there, Regensburg, when Yehuda Chassid was there. And in fact, there was a kilo called Chassidim, Chassidei Ashkenaz, the pious ones of Ashkenaz.
Like the Ravon writes, it's in Reish Haditas, Vani Shamati, Shechachzidei Regensburg Machmir Medover, the Chassidim of Regensburg Machmir Medover. And these were groups of pious Chassidei individuals who did things above and beyond the norm in a very uh, pious way. They did a lot of Tanesim, fasting, and different types of things that they were called Chassidei Ashkenaz. Um, it seems Rabbi Yudah built a shul there in Chuvas Maram Mintz, who was a rav in Germany in the 1400s. A few hundred years later, Simonai and Vav writes, there was some type of big machlaikas in the shul there in Regensburg, and he writes, This was a desecration of this shul, Kaidash HaKadoshim Shehusad. It was... It was, uh, it was um, Set up the kedusha of tahara. Aidei harav agayin achosir Rabbi Yehuda im shart sadike oylam uvashem hamefirish munachas im shart milas hakaidish. And in it is the shame hamefirish and other milas hakaidish. And there was a terrible, terrible chilul uh, that went out there and the fight there. V'chein karanu begadenu. He says, we tore our clothing when we heard what happened there. Because the fact that this shul was nisyased with Shemus HaKdoshim of Shem HaMefayrish, all different types of holy names, now if there was a chilo there, it's almost like cursing Hashem. And Rachman HaLetzon, if someone hears Hashem being cursed, he has to tear his begadim. He writes, we tore our begadim when we heard the desecration of what went on over there. There was a fight, it was amongst Jews, a fight that did some terrible things there in the shul. Now, Rabbi Yehuda Chassid is mentioned in Halacha a few times. Rabbi Simon Reish Peches Sif Gimel in Hilcha Shabbos. It says, Adam Amisana Bechol someone who fasts every day, Vachila B'Shabbos Sar and because of that, eating on Shabbos is painful for him because he's changing from what he's normally used. Used to Yeshaimrim. So those who say that there were many chasidim and anshe maise, that because of this, since they fasted the whole week, to fast, to eat on Shabbos would be detrimental to their health. So they fasted on Shabbos, says the Shulchan Aruch, Amru, And they said this is what Yehuda Chassid did. This gives you a picture of what it meant chasidim. At that time, they fasted the whole week, so much so they fasted on Shabbos as well. The Ramah in Tafresh Chav Dalit says, Yesh machmirim lasish ne yomim yom hakipurim. Now those are machmir to make two days of Yom Kippur and fast in all the Inuyim two days. Now he doesn't say where that came from, but the Arzarua writes over there in Hilchas, uh, and the Hilchas Yom Kippurim, Vaisim ene adam shenayagim lasish ne yom kippurim. He says, those people that have two days Yom Kippur, im loire isi, if I wouldn't have seen Meire Rabbi Yehuda Achasid, my Rabbi Rabbi Yehuda and Meire Rabbi Avi Azri, and my Rabbi the Rav Yah, shayoisim shnei yom kippurim, that they did it, hayisayimer loy toiv oisim. I would say, it's not a good idea, shaniyimer shein lasis klamani asakon, it's too dangerous. But you see, Rabbi Yehuda Achasid was one of those who made two, two days of Yom HaKippurim. Um, those are the two main places, two places that he's brought um, as a halachic source, so to speak. We'll talk about a few things later. A few more things. He wrote many svarim, most of them we don't have. One's called Sefer HaSoyed, and Tfilois Alderech Soyed. One's called Sefer HaKavoyed, has just random inyanim all, of all over the Torah. Sefer HaChachma, Bedine Stam, a Pirish on Sefer Yitzira, a Pirish on the Torah. Taime Mesoiris Hamikrois, which are Ramazim Alatira, Sifre Gamatriois, Kuntris Imrois Tyris, Khazyanis Aprimiois, that is talks about Emuna Nashkacha, Soidim Secrets of Chumish, and She'er, She'er stands for Shira Shirim, Eov and Rus, which are Zderach Drush and Remez. 
Um, Sefer Ha'ira, um, which is Musar Machshav Alpi Hasaid, a Pirisha Mishle, a Pirisha Tehillim, Chuvas, Tfilas, Piyutim, many, many different things. We don't have most of them. The main thing that he's famous for, that we uh, maybe use constantly or more consistently, is Sefer Achasidim. Sefer Achasidim, this is what he calls it. He was Rebbe Yudachasid, as we'll see in a moment. The Chidon Sheim Agadolim, on the entry of Sefer Chasidim by the Sfarim, he writes, Rebbe Yudachasid wrote it, and he says that Semach David writes that Rabbeinu Shmuel Chibur Sefer Chasidim. The Rebbe Yudachasid's father, Rebbe Shmuel, wrote it. He said, Lesser, it's not true, says the Chidah, Shreb Yudachasid Chibur, um, that's in the Sefer Chasidim. Rabbi Yudah Chasid wrote it. Now, there's a Haggah there in the Shem Agadolim from Haggah Menachem Tzion that he writes as follows, Uva Maril Nera Ksas, it seems in the Maril a little bit that the Sefer Chasidim was written by his Talmud, the Rekeach. His Talmud was also his nephew, <coughs> as we mentioned before. And the, the Haggah continues that in Beis Yosef Arachayim, um, Samachalif, Hevi, Bishem Ha'ogur, Shemechanel, Sefer Chasidim, Bishem Taimi Harav, Rabbi Yudah Chasid. The Beis Yosef brings from the Ogur, Bishem Taimi, the reasons of Rabbi Yudah Chasid. So the, this Haggah is saying, so you see, there's no such Sefer Taimi, Rabbi Yudah Chasid. He's referring to Sefer Chasidim because it's Taka brought in the Sefer. Um, HaChasidim. So you see, says this Haggah, that uh, the Beis Yosef also assumed that the Sefer HaChasidim was written by Yudah HaChasid. Now what's interesting, in the new Torahs, um, there's a Haggah at the bottom there that writes, Sefer HaTaim Le Yudah HaChasid Le Nidfas. This Sefer was never printed. Ayin Sefer HaChasidim Toftof Ches. Um, I saw from other places that they say that there is no such safer taimim le Rabbi Yehuda Chassid. Now that it wasn't printed, it, there's no such thing, and rather it's a reference to Sefer Chassidim. I don't know, but this Haggah continues and says, "Ucheis." And now, Nitfa Sefer Chassidim b'Shleimus Mikisfeyad. The Sefer Chassidim has been printed from all different manuscripts. Benimsa b'Shunei Nuschais Lamarbe. There are many, many different texts because again, this is the manuscript problem we talked about last week with Rabbi Gershom that when you have manuscripts from all different Talmidim and different things that are written, um, you have a lot of issues with Girsois. So the, the, the conclusion, it seems, is that Shmuel HaChassid may have written part of, or a little bit at the beginning of, of Sefer Chassidim. Most of it was written by Rabbi Huda HaChassid. It was arranged in his Bismedrish by his Talmidim, and that's why there's maybe different Nuschais, and maybe that's why there's some addition that the Maril thought it was from the Rekeach, because maybe he had a hand in it, but it's Be'ikr Miyuchis Tur Bihuda HaChassid. In Simon Aleph he writes, now basically Sefer HaChassidim is no order at all. It's random different um, Eitzahs and Ashkafas and different things um, set up according to, by, by numbers, hundreds, oh, I think this is close to a thousand, um, or maybe even more. Um, there's over a thousand entries there. So, um, but again, there's no seder, there's no order to it. In Simon Aleph, he writes, Zen Nikra Sefer Chasidim, so he seems he called it Sefer Chasidim. In Kuf Samech Beis, he writes, Ukishmai Kenu, like it's named, this what it is, it's a Sefer of Chasidim. In other words, how to be a Chasid. And in Simon Beis, he says, V'yaymer Baal Zeha Sefer, Asher Chiber Divrei Chasidus V'anova V'yira, the one who wrote this Sefer, who wrote it, Divrei Chasidus, Anava and Yira, he writes, Mimari Kibalti Kiroi L'chol Yerei Hashem, L'hoiris L'vneichem Atalmideim, all Yerei Hashem should teach their children and their Talmidim, U'lechol Yisrael, Ech Yuchel Ha'asig L'asis, Ritzayit, 
Ketzreinu, how a person could achieve to follow and do the Ratzon of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So there's not only things that are pious things, there's a lot of Ashkafa there for regular people as well, but it's called Sefer Chasidim, like he says, as Divrei Chasidus, Anova and Yira. Now, <coughs> you can't go through all of it, but there's a theme in many places where he stresses Tefillah. And he shows how he's against, like we mentioned before, using Shemais and Kabbalah to perform miracles, to find things out, to do things. And I'm just going to highlight a few things, but the smack, before we get to that, the smack in Mitzvah Gimel, Sefer Mitzvah's Katan says, Rabbi Yudah Chassid, Hizr Talmidim, one time Rabbi Yudah Chassid told his Talmidim not to go to a chuppah because the road was very dangerous and there's listim on the road. And they went anyways and they relied on the fact that even if they're attacked, they'll say Hashem of Hashem and they'll be saved and kachava. When they got back, he told them, and it seems the fact is, because they put themselves in that situation, he said, you lost Elam Haba for doing this, and the only way you could get it back is if you go back on that road, and you don't use Shem Hashem, and you give up your life to be killed by those bandits, and then you'll get your Elam Haba back, and they went and they took her killed. So that shows how anti, so to speak, performing Maifsim he was, which is a question on many of the uh, Maifsim stories that are related about him. In Simon Reish, he writes, People who are involved in making malachim do things for them, or shadim, or kshafim, or kishav, will not have a good end. And he continues, A person should have into Hashem. If he has to go on the road, He shouldn't use shemas, he should have in Tav Samach Tess, he talks about Kmeyos and Ashvois as well. Again, he says, Ali Yispala Kodesh Baruch Kol Nego Machlo, Val Kol Tzuko Vitzari, Yedavin Tashem. You don't use all of this. In Tav Tav Shin Yudalid, so there it's a, uh, you read 11 14, so it's over a thousand, as I said before. Im Yoyim Lachacham Echad, if a Chacham tells you, Echtev Lachachameya, I'll write for you a Kmeya, don't take it. I'll betach Bashem Vitispaluloi. Again, you see, he's giving Ashkafa to Kla Yisrael and to the Zman, Tvila, Tvila, Tvila. Now, another thing, in Simon Mem Zion, he says, another way a person is Kiget HaKadosh Baruch Hu to do his will. He says, MS, a person who speaks the truth, and he never says Sheker, and he doesn't even think about saying Sheker, called Dvarav Miskaimim. When he says something's going to happen, Goizer Gzeira, Vakadosh Baruch Hu That's the way a person performs a Mephis. That's how he performs a miracle. That, that you follow in Hashem's ways, you don't say Sheker, you only say MS, Vakadosh Baruch Hu will follow what you want to happen. Um... In those days, there was also, for sure amongst the Gaim, a lot of superstition um, in, in those days. And uh, there must have been a Ruach of, of Nachash amongst the Yidin as well. And in Simon Nantas, he writes, Kiloi Nachash Biyakov. We don't follow these superstitious things. Unfortunately, a lot of superstition now in Klai Yisrael. Again, Betach Ba'Kadosh Baruch in Kuf Lamani writes, there's a person, sometimes a person doesn't have the merit that Hashem should be Makabalist Fila, but only with his intense prayers, Vidimas Einov and his crying, even if a person doesn't have Schusamaisim Taivim, but through intense Tvila and crying, Hakadish Baruchu will be Makabal his Tvila. Now, this theme of tefillah was not only just to the masses, so to speak, to the Hamaynam that he stressed it, but Soydes had tefillah, that he was Makabal from his fathers. 
he gave over to his Talmud, the Rekeach, to write them down and to be megala them to the Hasidi Hadar. And they were very into the Soydes Hatvila. Tvilas Ashkenaz, the Rekeach wrote down, B'Shem Rabbi Yudachazid, that he got from his father, probably from Shmuel, probably all the way back to Ram Kleinimus, that they got it way back, a Mesaira, to the Soydes of Tvilas Ashkenaz. And in fact, the Torah in Archaim Kufya Gimel writes, Chasidei Ashkenaz, Asher Shoiklin V'Soifrin, Mispar Minyan Tevas, that they would weigh and they would count the number of words in the Tvilas. Uchnegen Maniskenu, and they would say, there's this amount of words, this is connected this, there's a lot of Soydes and Tvilas in his exact Tfilas are very exact. So it wasn't only to the Hamayin Am, he was Megala also Saydis HaTfila to the Chasidei Hadar. Now we get to, I don't want to say the exciting part, but the famous part. Last week we had the Cherem de Rabbeinu Gershoms, which are famous. And now we get to what's called Savos Rabbi Yehuda HaChosid. That is the, uh, the will of Rabbi Yehuda HaChosid. In the Sefer HaKavay that we mentioned before, included in that Sefer, it said there were a lot of different things on all aspects of Torah, including there is his Tzavah. And the only problem is, we don't have the Sefer covered. we only have the Tzavah. We have the Tzavah without any reasons that he writes for why he writes the different things that he said one should or should not do. And that's a problem, because the Tzavah, the problem is, there are some things he says there in a few, numerous places that are a stira to the Gemara, that are against the Gemara. And because of that, there are those who felt that maybe the Tzavah was not Rabbi Yudah Chassid's, and they said maybe it's not from him. How could he say things connected to Gemara? And even if it is from him, do we have to listen to it? it, it some things don't make a lot of sense. Now it's interesting, because the Beis Yosef in Yaradea Kufayintes brings from Chuvas Maril um, that he asked the question on the Tzavah, connected something that was connected to Gemara. And he tried to give a taretz, the maril, and then he says, <coughs> The maril says, I saw in the Sefer HaKavid, the Rebbe himself wrote, <laughs> He himself asked the question from the Gemara, and he gave a taretz on it. So it seems that things that were connected to Gemara, he himself asked and maybe answered some of them. So he was aware of them. But unfortunately, we don't have the... The, that say first, so we don't have the Tarutzim, so we're just left with the problems, Keneged, the Gemara. So the Naidi Behuda in Evan Ezra, Tinyanasim, and Ayintas, the famous Naidi Behuda, and he writes, his Talmud writes to him about one of these questions about names, as we'll, we'll see in a few moments, about names of a, a Kala and a mother in law, or a Chassan and a father in law, and he says, Really, I would never answer these questions, but I love you, and I'm going to tell you a cloud that should be Chakukim, Malibcha, it should be engraved on your heart. No one after the Gemara has Rishus to say something against the Gemara. And if they do, they're not from Chachmei Yisrael. If you have a Chassid, who we know is a Chassid, and he says something connected to the Gemara, we have to figure out what's the Pshat. We have to understand what he meant. So he writes, says the Rebbe Yehuda, Vim Yisrael. So he writes his numerous thing in Savas Rebbe Yehuda Chassid, which is connected to the Gemara. He says, don't marry a niece. Uh, the Gemara says a mitzvah to marry a niece. And so on and so forth. So he says, if he was commanding all of Kla Yisrael not to do that, it would be a contradiction to the Gemara. And we would not listen to him at all. But Rabbi Yehuda Chassid says that Rabbi Yehuda was only for his children afterwards. He saw Baruch HaKadosh that his descendants would not be Matzliach in these Zivugim, in these Shadukim, and that's why he said that. 
So that's the Neide Behuda's approach. It's only for the grandchildren. It's only for them. And anything that's connected to the Gemara, we don't really listen to. The Chsam Soifer in Yardea Kuf Lamed Ches, he's not talking about Shaduchim, he's talking about something else in the Tzava. And he writes, also something in the Gemara, over there he wasn't, refer- I don't remember if it was connected the Gemara, or it's not Muzker in the Gemara. He says you don't have to worry about things that we don't find the Makar in, in Shas and Paiskin for, so you don't have to worry about it either. So he's also not taking Rabbi Yudah Chosid Tzava as a Tzava for Klai Yisrael. On the other hand, the Divrechaim of Sanz, the Chelek Aleph, Evan Ezra, Simon Ches, he's very upset at the Naida Behuda, Visharle Mar the Naida Behuda, he says the Rabbi Yisham should be Michael Naida Behuda, Shehirchik Neger of Yudah Chassid, he went against Rabbi Yudah Chassid. So he says no, and he says the fact that it's different from the Gemara, you find maybe, maybe these Shidduchim in the times of the Gemara were more L'Shem Shemayim. Rehuda Chassid said they weren't L'Shem Shemayim. We find such a concept that in the Gemara, Yibum comes first, and then later on they said Chalitza comes first, because they weren't Mechav L'Shem Shemayim. So he says you have to take Rehuda Chassid, knew what he was talking about, and even if he said something that's different than the Gemara, he had a reason for it. The only thing is, we have a suffix if he said it only for his descendants or not. So on such a thing, you have to then, he says, Go out and see what the minig is. And see which things the world accepted and which things they didn't accept. Because since it's a suffix, what he meant for his children or not, we go and see what the minig is. So that is their different uh, viewpoints of how to view Rabbi Yehuda so now I'm just going to say some of the things from the Tzavah. There's many, many things in the Tzavah. Again, there's a lot of Kisvayadis on the Tzavah, and it goes to 60 or 70 different things from the Tzavah. And I'm just going to say some of the famous ones, and some and those that are mentioned actually in Halacha. So in his Tzavah it says that, Rachman al-Tzlan, if a person's child is nifter, they should not kiss the dead child. This is brought in Chachmas Adam Kufnun Zayin, Sifches, and in Pischei Shuvah, in Yardeh Shin Samidalid, and the Vizchitshuva says the Isser of kissing, or this Savata kiss, is only a child, but not any other relative one could kiss after their Nifter. Um, you see that uh, Yosef kissed Yaakov Avinu after he was Nifter. That's the Vizchitshuva brings that down. Um, another thing that he says in the Tzavah that a person shouldn't go Davin or visit one Kever twice in one day. And this is actually brought in Mishabura. Um, doesn't say it's from Chassid, he just says you don't do it, but the source is it's Savav Rebuda Chassid. A famous one is not to close up a window or a door completely, it should only be a little hole left, it has to do with Mazikin. Um, another one is a person should not, the one we talked about before, that a person should not marry a woman that has the same name as his mother or um, he should not have the same name of his father-in-law. And this is the one that makes the most tumbles in the world in a lot of the tshuvas. Um, Kitzur Shulchan Aruch brings this down in Kuf Mem Hei Sivches. He writes, Uman um, deduct the kapid, a person who is makbed on this, yeish leiladaktik shalalisa isha shishmai kishemimai. It sounds like it may be dependent on if you are makbed or not. Different places are makbed, other places weren't makbed. Um, this this uh, tumul, and this is where the Night of is brought, and the, the Vrechayim is brought in Pischei Tshuva also, in three places in Shulchan Aruch, in Yaradeya, Simen Kuf Tez Zayin, Sivkat and Vav, in Heaven Hazar, Simen Beis, Sivkat and Zayin, 
and have an Ezra Simen Nun Sivkach and Yadalid, he talks about this Barichas. Another thing he says is that you should not have the chasana of two of your children at the same time. Like a two for one, Kila Yatzlichu. The Mishnabura actually brings that down in Hilchas Chalamite, I think, Tafkot Memvav, Sivkatan Aleph. Another thing he says is that you should not have someone being a Sandik for two of your children. In other words, being a Sandik for the same family twice. Now, the Raman Yeredeya Reish Samachai brings this B'Shem the Maril that you should not do this because since uh, Sandakais makes a person rich, like the Katiris, so you give, you don't, you don't repeat it just like by the Avoid the Katiris, the Kehanim didn't do it twice. The Gura over there says, we don't find such a concept ever of a Sandik becoming rich. The Raminig because Apit Savas Reb Yehuda Hachasid, it comes from here. Another famous one is not to take haircuts or cut nails on Rish Chodesh. The Mishabur brings us down in El Chashabis, um, in Reish Samach, Sivkat and Zion. The Mishabur brings down both, by the way, uh, cutting hair and cutting nails. The Magan Avram over there only brings the haircut, not the nails. He also says, and the only reason I'm bringing this up, it's not so common, you shouldn't call any of your children Yehuda or Shmuel. Again, his name was Yehuda, his father's name was Shmuel. If you remember, on the Shir, on the Marsha, we said that uh, the Tshuva Shemari brought B'Shem, I think one of his Zaydas, or B'Shem someone, that in a, a meeting of G'day Le'adar, they were talking about Yehuda Chassid, the Marsha got up and he said, my name is Shmuel, my father's name was Yehuda, and we're Enoch of Yehuda Chassid, and you see, so the question was, maybe he meant only his immediate children and grandchildren, maybe he didn't mean further generations, or maybe they just weren't so makbid, it's, um, that's just another interesting thing. Now, the Rekeach in his Pirish on Tefillah by Ezra Savisenu, right before Shman Esra, he ends off and he says, This is how we know what year he was Nifter, in the year Tav Tuf, Tav Tuf Kufay and Zion, um, sorry, 4,977, which is 1217. And um, so we know he was Nifter in that year. Um, he got sick during that year, and in his um, Pirush al Hatayra that his son put out in Parshas Lech Lecha, he writes that Ba'isa Matzah Shabbos, and that Matzah Shabbos of Tav Tav Kufay and Zion, Leprat Gimel La'adar, it was the third day of Adar in that year, Tav Tav Kufay and Zion. Kasav Avi Min Mizmar so he says, my father, Rabbi Yudah Chassid, was writing, I guess, his Pirishan Tehillim, and he was up to Tefillah Lamaisha, V'tafas Baisei Pasuk, and he finished at the Pasuk that says, Kiyoim Esmo Kiyavor Vashmura Valayla. And he says, V'simen, the simen is Balayla, the last he wrote about was Balayla. Balayla is Gematria 77, and he was, this year was Taftov Kuf Ayin Zayin, the last numbers of the years was, it was 977, that's the year Balayla Halach Levei At night, when he went to his to be Nifter in the year seventy-seven, Halach Levei That's what his son writes. Um, now, in um, in uh, the after of Parsha Zohar, his son writes that uh, that year Parsha Zohar was Atat Tzave, and he says V'chala Avi Cholyev Shemesvay. My father was sick with the uh, sickness that he died from, and I asked him this question on the Haftairah, and he answered me this question. This was happening that Shabbos of Parsha Zohar. Matzah Shabbos was Tes Adar, is when he got sicker, and they, his Talmidim surrounded his bed, and they were talking a Divrei Taira, and perhaps that shtickle that about the Haftairah is what they were talking about, perhaps, 
But um, he himself in Sefer Chasidim, Taf Memches writes, Misha not Alamus, a person's about to die, Yedabru Divrei Taira Imai. Should talk with him, Divrei Taira, Kadei Shetetei Nafshe B'Divrei Taira, that he should be nifter with Divrei Taira. So it could be that much of Shabbos, he was very sick, and they thought he was going to die, and again, it was Tess Adar, and they surrounded him, and they talked in Divrei Taira, but it took a few days until Wednesday, Yud Gimel Adar, Tov Tov Kufay in Zion, after Kedusha the Sidra, he guess he was able to make it to Shul to Davin, he came home to rest, and he was Nifter. This is um, Rabbi Yehuda Chassid, Schusa Yogin Aleinu, Yisrael. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Kaltov.